So everyone in the world right now is facing the same global crisis, like the COVID-19 outbreak. Uh, can, can you tell us how have you been? Like, is there some positive realization that you have uh, in this situation? And uh, just in general, how is your country handling this crisis right now? So I think from my side, um, firstly, inside of ISEC, um, yes, actually, we tried to act super fast when everything started to happen and, and we had the quarantine and all of these things. So we created like a national guide for our network and everything um, related to how to act or what were the kind of procedures that they needed to do. And from there, we have been building a lot of things and actions and strategies uh, to engage our people a lot and also um, we, we even had our national conference virtual and all of these things so we've been trying to work a lot with the membership and also like assessing all of the risk and everything um, and from the country so I think actually Peru has been handled very well even if right now we have a huge peak like we're passing through the highest peak right now so we have around 17,000 or 18,000 wow. already Yes, so uh, it has been super crazy because uh, before every every day it was only like plus thirty, and now it's, every day is like plus one thousand. So it, it's literally the highest peak right now um, for us. So people, of course, like we are in a heavy lockdown because of the government. Um, so we we need to stay at home. Um, and like you can only go out if you are going to buy groceries or like medicine and all of these things and then from 6 p.m. onwards no one can go out it's like fully fully locked down um, and it's something very funny it was like two weeks ago our government said like there was a day for women and a day for men so you can only go out three days a week depending on on your gender or how you identify yourself and all of these things um so they can regulate in this way the, the people that were going out to buy things um so yeah that was a bit crazy they actually stopped it a bit but it worked now we're just trying to see how this huge peak passes and we are trying to to engage everything with our Right. Right. What, what about Felipe? Okay, can you hear me? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, amazing. Uh, well, I'm going to start from ISIC in Mexico. Like, I think we like start managing uh, the situation in a good moment. Yeah. So we started when we were like 100 cases in Mexico, like less. I think it's uh, the moment when we take the decision to start doing things in the entities. So we did a framework to manage uh, the membership, the exchanges. We start changing the exchanges uh, from realization date to once like from September and from summer peak to the other peak. So in the beginning was fine, was clear, but um, it, it's funny because we really believe the situation is going to take like one month at the beginning. So we plan based on that. And then we discover our government, or our government goes two months and that the financial situation in the entity get like complicated. So we start like taking another decisions. Uh, I think um, this situation, it had been one of the most challenging situation I managed in, managing 
in as CEO uh, in our organization. Like it's getting harder and harder, but I really believe I'm learning a lot as a leader. Uh, and now like everything is fine. We are stable in terms of finances, in terms of membership. We have a plan of retention because obviously uh, this situation is going to, um, it's going to um, became harder in terms of retentions for the membership because now in ISEC in Mexico, we are 1,300 members, but we are scared that at the end of this uh, situation, we don't have enough membership to run the operations we used to in the organization in Mexico. So we are focusing on like stabilize uh, the financial situation to have activations and education and many things uh, in terms of uh, membership. So we have one thing that is called Torch Academy. Torch is the name of my MC. So we create some uh, like webinars like to the membership to be there and to understand what is happening, to give them activities. And also every Tuesday, we are having an external invited like to talk about uh, uh, economics or to talk about uh, education or to talk about external th things of ISEC that can work for the membership. So that's in terms of ISEC. I think we are improving a lot the strategy every day, but it has been, it has been challenging since the beginning because we, at the beginning, now more, but at the beginning we have no clarity about where, how many time it's going to take, how it's going to be for the membership or how to measure, but now it's fine. Uh, you can see in the social media all the campaigns, the rewards, the Torch Academy, the education. So I think the people is aligned and now the, the people understood what's happening and how we can uh, work for an ISEC to last. And in terms of the government, I, I, I'm not really sure what is the best way to manage this situation, to be honest. But for example, Mexico is one of the countries in the region that didn't close the borders yet and the government said that we are not going to close the borders anytime and also we are a country that we didn't close the flights so you can travel and come from any country in the world mm. yet but the logic of the government is that we are not going to stop the the spread of the virus like closing the borders or stopping the flights uh, they said that this is not a good strategy because anyways the virus is going to spread in the country. What we need is a timeline and uh, align it about the phases. So actually right now we have a, around 9,000 cases. Wow. They stopped the operations, let's say, in the country like three weeks ago, and we are going to be one month in that way. So I have the feeling that they are managing in the good way because they say they stop it in that moment and it was planned because they don't want to like uh, stop the economy in a bad moment because obviously the country is, is going to face um, hard moments after that in terms of economics. Actually, we are a country that depends uh, like 70% of the oil and gas, petroleum. So now the petroleum is so bad like in terms of prices and it's like, uh, like the price is going down and I, I really believe the, the country is going to face a, a challenge 
change in terms of economics after that. So I have the feeling that our government is taking good decisions, but I'm not sure yet. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be sure at the end of this situation because they are saying they are thinking they are taking the decisions based on a good timeline that they are not closing the borders because that is going to affect the economy and anyway this is going to be spread so in terms of that if you see the timeline i i think the economics is not that affected because they stop it in a good moment but also the virus is spreading as they plan it they are taking the they are taking the all the all the, the, the decisions in the moment, so they are buying like a, a machines like for the hospitals, they are a, hiring people for the hospital, so I think it's a good way to manage. We are going to see in the results, that is the most important thing for me, so yep. yes, that is what's happening in Mexico right now. Right, right. Um, okay, um, so, so since most of us here, uh, we are from either eyes in Hong Kong or entities from like just the AP region. Uh, and like recently in eyes in Hong Kong, we are launching a campaign called the beauty of ISEC. So basically we are finding ISECers uh, within our own entity to share why they think ISEC is beautiful. So maybe I'll also like to ask you this question. Um, why do you think ISEC is beautiful? And also, why do you think your entity is beautiful? So Camila, do you want to go first? Cool, of course. Um, so I really like this question because it, it, it made me remember all of my ISEC career. And if there is something that I have very clear is that I think that ISEC is beautiful because it is somehow imperfect, you know, regeneration has the, the freedom to actually build it in the way they think it works the most, you know, and in the way that is the best thing or the best way to actually deliver our promise. So if it was all, I don't know, structure, perfect processes, this, 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 I don't know, um, like a lot of organizations, I think it would lost actually the essence of what the organization is and the freedom that gives that gives to young people to actually work on it and um, have this freedom to maybe make mistakes or try new things or propose new things. So it's it's like um it's like something that you can you can adapt and you can mold uh, always regarding how do you think that you can actually contribute to actually create peace and fulfillment of humankind's potential. So I think this is why ISEC is beautiful because it's constantly putting you in this challenging uh, environment, challenging teams, challenging everything to actually improve yourself and also improve the organization. Um, and why I think my entity is beautiful, I think ISEC can produce beautiful because it's super, super passion, passionate. So when I came here, like you have no idea how much really like how much they love to dance roll calls how much they love the organization they are super super engaged and connected with it um because you know like i thought that okay we are all isekers we all love to dance roll calls it's fine but here is like super crazy we do like a roll call night with judges and it's super important they're so so things for the role for they win uh, this competition every national conference then this is the role that is going to be played the most during the conference and people are going to learn a lot of these things so that's something very important in the culture but it also shows um, how 
connected they are and how passionate they are because they uh, also why I think it's beautiful is because they really believe in what the organization does in the country you know so like basically they really uh, believe in the power and the impact that ISEC has in Peru and how our projects contribute the impact that we have when we send EPs abroad so for them it's very important to connect the organization with, uh, with the impact in the country itself. Right I, th I think when you say like the people in ISEC in Peru are very passionate I would say the first time I go to International Congress, I think it's in Colombia, 2017. And when, like, when I just see all the people from the American re region just dancing so crazily to roll calls, I, I think that was when I fall, fell in love with roll calls. Like, it's so amazing. Like, I remember when I first joined ISEC and when I was seeing people dance roll call in Hong Kong, first of all, we don't dance well, so it's not cool. Like, I don't want to be like that. Number two is like, even even for the people dancing roll calls, they 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 seem very reluctant. It seems like it's a responsibility. But when I went to international congress and when I see like Isaacers from like other entities, especially from the Americas, I just feel like everyone enjoys roll call, and that was so amazing. Yeah. What, what about Felipe? Like, why do you think Isa is beautiful and why is Isa in Mexico beautiful? Okay, uh, yes. Um, I'm going to resume why I believe Isa is beautiful because I don't know how to explain it. You can find in ISEC something that you cannot find in other organizations and, and something that you cannot find in university and in your groups of friends. And one of the most beautiful things in society, at least by my experience in ISEC in Mexico, one of, the one of the things you cannot find in the society or in the people easily is hope in, the, in a better future. Uh, and when you join ISEC, uh, I really believe uh, the organization gives you hope in a better future for yourself because develop yourself hope in a, in a better future for your country so that it's so important in ISEC in Mexico and that is the two reasons why the people stays in the organization because we really believe through ISEC we can change our country and we can change the reality we are facing right now so that feeling it's amazing and for me when I like when I started my ISEC career and when I joined it, uh, for me it was the two reasons why why I stayed in ISEC. But it became bigger when I went to an international congress because when you see people from different cultures, realities, religions trying to do a better world, you I really find uh, why I really like ISEC because that gave me hope again because you see people from different realities really looking for a better world and that's give you hope for a better world like uh, we can see that it's true that we can be different and we can work together so for me that's why isec is beautiful because you can find um another characteristics of isec in other organizations companies like in terms of uh, work develop both in these special characteristic is fine to hard to find in other organizations like people in really different realities people that really believe in different things 
in terms of religion, politics, everything. But you, we can work together. We can find solutions together. That for me is magic, and that motivates me to stay in ISEC, to continue contributing, to continue trying to do a better work through this organization. So for me, that's amazing. Um, uh, one of that's one of the most magical things I find in international conference, guys. If you have an opportunity to go to an international conference believe me is amazing like it's a magical thing it's an experience that i'm really uh, i really is changing my life and i'm not going to forget uh, never like actually in an international conference i met these two guys and <laughs> i love them and in terms of uh in terms of ISEC Mexico, also it's ma magical because it's people. The people is so passionate about the organization, about what, what we do. Like uh, we have something called Mexican because we think the, the Mexican people can do things and can change the, the, the reality of our country. So that's our culture, part of our culture. But I think uh, the the beautiful thing of ISEC in Mexico is like the people really believe in the organization. And actually, uh, we are together from the different realities of the country. The country is so big. And actually, the country have different realities, different mindset, different uh, beliefs. And we, uh, you can see inside ISEC, one ISEC Mexico working for a better country. It doesn't matter where you came from. So that's amazing. And actually, it's people, like the people of the organization is passionate. They really believe we can change uh, the world, the reality. So for me, that's amazing. And also as MCP, it's so motivating. Yeah. Like when you when when you just suggested everyone to go on an international conference, I could not agree more. Like especially <laughs> like if 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 we have the chance to go to international conference, like don't don't just go to the conference within the region. I think if there's a chance to go to a conference where you get to meet people outside the region, like definitely grab that chance. Because like the first time again like when i was in colombia and that was my first time in international congress like as soon as i see like all four regions chanting the regional roll call like i was like wow so this is isaac like when, when we're introducing okay isaac is present all around the world when when i was an lcvp i used to have to say that a lot to to recruit new members but i don't really get that and until I guess the touch point like international congress where I'm like and even in IPMs after like where I meet people like you guys just just feeling the passion from all around the world seeing all those differences all the diversity and that and the fact that all of us can come under one roof to fight for peace and fulfillment of humankind's potential it's just so amazing yeah and actually I, I would like to add something to that um you know there i was cc in ic colombia so oh, okay. it's kind of crazy because when you are in the organization you never realized how then your path is going to maybe meet in the future with more people around literally all the world you know so sometimes i don't know when i was vp um now being MC and all of these things like I, I have been having roles and like connecting with people and everything but then i would never know how i was going to meet these people after or how they're going to grow so when for example we were in the same uh, international congress and all of the things and after a lot of years now we are being mcps at the same time and everything so i think that 
that's also the beauty of Isaac. How can it can actually connect uh, with people around all the world and how can actually put more people in your path that then is going to cross again. Right. Yeah, that's so true. Um, so, so let's move on uh, to talk about uh, the main theme for today's podcast, which is about how can we build a trusting team? Um, so maybe let's start with something uh, very simple. Uh, so what, what do you think is a team, like a good team? Okay, I can start. Um, I think a good team is people that have three characteristics. The first one, um, they are self-aware about who they are and how they can contribute a thing in a team. The second one is they have clarity about what is their role in the team and what is their JD, their position in the team, like what is the part of the of the project structure of the objective they are part of and how they can contribute. And the third one, the, the third characteristic is um, is to understand that um, to understand that they can contribute doesn't matter if they don't know everything or they don't have clarity in everything so for me that it's what makes a, a team works uh, because if you understand your jd if you understand your contribution if you understand uh, that you don't uh, need to know all the answers that you are just part of a puzzle hmm. Uh, you can contribute in a better way. So for me, is that how a good team looks like? And actually, the good, like the high performance team, um, understand that and start being working like together after that. For me, that's the beginning of a team. Right. So it's really about people knowing their roles, right? Like from being self-aware, knowing where they can actually contribute. Um, so what about Camila? Like, what what do you think? makes a good team yeah i think i actually agree a lot with what what people said not necessarily the highest performance but they really understand how to work each other so i think this this comes in two points um the first thing is that a team should, should really know how to work on their strengths you know so of course there are a lot of profiles there are a lot of differences um, if, if you understand what are the strengths that each one of these people has for the team then it can be it can work like a like a cloth like a perfect feed when like the parts actually work better for something and there comes the second thing that is actually understanding the differences so yeah we we all have strengths we we are all different from each other but how can we actually understand how is the other one different from me and what can i do from my role from my personal side to actually help and and put my part into what we are all doing so this understanding the differences and working on each, each others strength it's really really important for a team um because then you really know what do you need to put on the table you know because maybe i don't know there's someone in the team that is super good having a big vision so it's, it's like it's super visionary and all of these things but then maybe it needs someone in the team that knows how to be more detail oriented so we have like a big perspective but also the details with that comes a big vision you know so it's actually like a complement and that's why I think this is very important. And I also think that uh, a good team should be like very accountable 
to each other. Like they really need to to know and and, and trust in in the other. So they really need to be accountable to what they are doing. What is the responsibility in the team and also be very respectful to each other so of course it's not like um i don't know people judging to each other judging the work of each other because that's not the way a team is going to improve um so yeah and and actually uh, they they care about how the other is improving in personal and professional side so they can all work towards something and grow together right um so building on that um so what would make a team trust each other? Like how, how could, like, okay, so first of all, how, how would you define a team with trust then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I think from my side, um, the main thing I would say is this thing about responsibility and, and accountability. Like for me, this is super important in terms of how a team can trust each other because then if they are not in the same level, um, it's very important to understand this. So I would say that um, a very like a, a team that trusts each other is a team that also has clear expectations of each other, mm. um, and they and they know how each one to what they are doing and what can be from me as an individual and what can you expect from the whole team and everything so i think this is very important in terms of, of respect and actually understanding each other and be accountable with your responsibilities right what about felipe well uh like for me i will resume in three things like the first one like a, a trust team it's a team that uh, first it's empathic the second it's uh, humble and the third thing it's self-aware why uh you need to be empathic to understand that the people can do mistakes uh that the people around you and your team is not perfect perfect and they are going to do mistakes in their projects and also that they they are learning as you growing as you so probably we have an expectation for the people around us in the team and we are expecting that they are going to be perfect that all the things are going to be done in a perfect way but when we are empathic we all understand that we are in a growth process that we can do mistakes in that path so that makes trust in the team because i have no fear to fail mm. That is that not that doesn't mean that I'm going to be looking for fail in the things I do, yeah. but that allows me to be to be available to do a mistake without being judged. So that it's great in trust, and actually that is a good thing for a team because the people don't hide the bad things in their work. Actually, the people show the bad things, the things they are not doing right, and actually the the rest of the teams helps you to to improve or to grow they are part they are part of your growth path so that's so good and it's part of a trust team mm-hmm. uh, the other thing is self-aware i think that is self-aware that actually uh, i think that they know where they are right now in terms of develop in terms of understanding of their roles of their jds of their skills like if, if for example if i'm responsible of doing a youtube channel and i'm a designer but i don't know actually how to manage youtube my team needs to know that i don't know and i'm learning so probably that 
that is going to take a little bit a little bit more time than I plan it, but I'm going to do it. So that create trust in the team, like to be self-aware and to communicate to the rest of the team where I'm right now, where is my position in terms of skills, knowledge. Um, Yes, uh, and I think to be empathic, to be self-aware in a team is going to help you to have a team that trusts each other uh, because that is that creates a mood in the team of uh, transparency, of calm. So transparency, calm, uh, the empathy, the humbleness, it's so important. And the third characteristic I said is humble. And why is this is so important? Because if you don't have people humble enough to understand that they can do mistakes, but also the others can do mistakes, uh, your team probably is going to have an ego problem or they are going to be competitive inside the, the team in a bad way. So that's not good for any team because when I, for example, when I'm the leader of a team and always, and I, I love to be competitive, but I always tell some my team that the enemy is not us between us the enemy is isa king peru because we want to grow more than them so <laughs> when, we, when we start this experience i always tell them like the enemy is not here in isa king mexico like we need to be we like to be competitive is good but we need to be than other countries we need to be better we need to grow more and i put clear the objective that is exchanges in that moment of course right now that is not the the goal but um but yes i think like that's part of uh, creating trust in, in a team and those for me are the, the three important characteristics yeah uh, i would also like to add a little bit um i think a team with trust um is a team where you see there would be a lot of actually conflict between different teammates but at the end of the day like all conflict happen for a good reason. Like it's not like people are like having personal attacks mm -hmm. against each other. It's not like those conflict would create sour feelings. The fact that like everyone would be comfortable to share their honest opinion, uh, to share their differences is actually a sign of great trust. And, uh, and, and usually people don't feel comfortable about, it, about, comfortable about this. Like when they see a team that has conflict going on, they would immediately think this team is not healthy. This team is not trusting. But the fact that like, like we need to assess, of course, what kind of conflict the team is having. But the, the essence is if everyone is thinking alike, that means someone is not really thinking. Because like everyone thinks very differently. So it's very impossible that everyone has the same thoughts. Uh, so that's what, what I would define as a trusting team. Like if I can walk into a room and see a team that actually have people willing to offer their different opinions, then I would say it's, it's, a, it's a trusting team. And of course, I would also like to see how the team handles those kinds of differences, like whether they can embrace differences or whether they're trying to like attack each other based on those differences. I think that would be very crucial too. Yeah. Yes, that's what you are saying. It's a good point. The people believe that a team that have conflict conflicts is not a team that trusts each other or a team that is not healthy, as you said. But I really believe that the com like in the conflict in in conflict in a team, you find the best ideas. You find the 
the best projects, you find the best solutions for the situation you are facing, or you have you find also the best improvements in a entity, for example, talking about ISA, but in a company also, like to have a conflict inside a team, it's um it's a characteristic of a trust team because you are available to say the things without the feeling of being judged or yeah. of the feeling of fear that oh if i say this someone is to react not in a good way so for example i when when i take a decision or when i show a project or something in my team i know i i i all the time tell to them like if you don't agree of something if you don't like something this is the moment because after this you are not going to have another opportunity to say it. so expecting that we have that conflict if you want to call it in that way because it's healthy to 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 listen to people is 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 healthy to agree that we are not going to agree in everything and that's fine yeah. but when you join uh, a team you have that feeling of fear that oh like not not telling the truth not telling what you think or what is in your mind because you are going to believe that you are going to be judged or it's going to be conflict but what the people don't know is that conflict it's okay if you obviously do it in a proper way and with respect but I think that it's uh, a good thing to say because that creates trust in a team and after you have a routine the people don't care to say the truth and to say the thing the things and that's why the people it's here because we are different because we think different so if you don't use that in your favor in your team your team is not going to have a, a good performance in the team. right um so so let me ask another question then mm -hmm.